You're listening to Right Way Tech Radio, where we introduce you to our certified engineers and technology partners. Now buckle up and relax as we guide you down the right path towards tech harmony. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Right Way Tech Radio. Today we're talking with Charles Avendrop, Channel System Engineer for Nutanix, and we're focusing on their hyperconverged infrastructure solution. Uh, but before we get started, I did just want to mention that Bright Systems is a vendor agnostic IT solutions reseller. Um, as we're building up our podcast library, some listeners may notice a few episodes with community partners. So we just wanted to make sure that everybody knew we are vendor agnostic, customers are always top of mind for us and also our partners. Um, so we have Charles with us, and I'm going to let him tell us a little bit about himself and explain Nutanix. Perfect. Well, thanks for your time. Again, my name is Charles Avendroth. I'm a channel systems engineer locally here in the Pacific Northwest uh, with Nutanix. Been there about three years. Uh, my job mostly is working with our channel partner community, Bright Systems, specifically one of those, uh, talking to them about Nutanix and hyperconverged infrastructure in the market. Great. For those who may not know what hyperconverged means, can you tell us a little bit of a, a little bit more about this type of infrastructure and how it's different from a more traditional one? Sure. It's probably best for me to start with what, we're, what we've been doing for the last 15, 20 years. So your traditional infrastructure today is built on what we call, you'll hear some different words, but we kind of call a three-tier infrastructure. Customers have storage infrastructure, they have a host computing infrastructure, and then they have sometimes on top of that a virtual infrastructure layered on that. And what that brings to the business from an IT perspective is a little bit of complexity. You sometimes have different people that need to manage some things. And what hyperconvergence does is it blends all three of those into one platform or one appliance if that's easier to kind of think about. And then that sits in your data center and then you get one, one place to manage all that infrastructure from. I imagine that just means it's a lot more streamlined and easier to manage. I mean, you don't have different pieces floating around and needing different types of people with different specialties um, to handle. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a more complex infrastructure. Yes, and depending if you're a, if you're a large company, you know you've you've sometimes what we find is in your IT infrastructure you have different teams. You'll have a storage team that manages your SAN and your storage infrastructure. You may have a, a virtualization team that manages your host virtualization platform, and they all have different tools and things that they manage. And so, with hyperconvergence, when you have that all in one, you don't really need so much specialties anymore. You can have some generalists helping out, helping you out running your data center. And then for you people who are listening, you may hear some background noise. Our neighbors are doing some construction right now. So please ignore that and we apologize. We can also think about it as someone building a new data center. So and they're building a new data center. They're, they're building a new data center and they want to work with Red Systems and Nutanix to deploy that infrastructure. So let's, we'll roll with it that way. Please ignore everything I said. That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hyperconverged infrastructure, and my goodness, stumbling on that word, you can tell I'm not an actual engineer. <laughs> but so that's, it's nice. So it's like a nice uh, package, I yeah. guess. What part of the HCI can help for simplifying a company's data center? Like what, you mentioned the different parts, not needing different types of engineers to manage it. It's, you know, one type of engineer that could... Ideally, 
and I, I may be misunderstanding, but ideally be able to um, maintain that. Yeah. So what are the other aspects that you can think of that would help simplify the data center with that mind? Yeah, let me let me help you with a couple of things. So for hyperconvergence is is a big word. Um, and, and I'll give some credit to some other manufacturers in the last 15 years. Uh, you know, Dell, EMC, VMware did start this kind of journey years ago. They started something called converge infrastructure, which was really buying different components. So they would buy a SAN array, they would buy a storage area network, and they made it easier to order. They would put it in a rack. Uh, from a partner and a customer perspective, it was easier because you got one part number. But the reality is it didn't solve any challenges at the customer side. It still took two, two to three weeks to deploy a lot of team of folks to kind of manage that. And so when we just added the word hyperconvergence on top of it because the next thing that came out in the last 10 years was, was hypervisors. And so we added what Nutanix did is we added the hypervisor version on top of that. And so we kind of coined the term hyperconvergence. Um, and if you look at the three main three main folks that that kind of are our guiding light to that would be Forrester, IDC, and Gardner. And Forrester, IDC, and Gardner have both recognized Nutanix as the leader in that hyperconvergence quadrant. And again, so what it does is when you have all those infrastructures built into one platform, you now gain a lot of benefits. So first of all, you can deploy a data center in about 25 minutes. It takes for an RSI engineer to go out on site and deploy something at a customer's location. You can get applications ready to deploy in 25, 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Data center on the box. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And so right away, if you're a customer and you're running a business, really time to value, time to market is really, really critical. You can, can, that's the main benefit you can get out of a hyperconverged infrastructure. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's an excellent benefit. Yeah. <laughs> and then, with that, what types of trends? So you mentioned from converge and then turning into hyperconvergence. What other trends are you seeing today um, that are occurring that can, that are influencing the evolution of this IT infrastructure? Yeah, that's, these are great questions, uh, and we might spend a couple minutes here because there's there's a lot that's happened in the last um, I'd say 15 years. So if you think of where where VMware got started with host virtualization, that was about 2003 timeframe. And that really got a lot of benefits to customers. What it, what it gave us is the ability to instantly spin up virtual machines. Um, and so what we had was a, we had a, a IT infrastructure companies and customers would be deploying virtual machines and they were just scaling out what we call horizontal scaling. And what happened though is it created another problem. Because you could scale your your hosts very fast and instantaneously, but your storage infrastructure was lagging behind. So if you bought like a NetApp array or an EMC array back in the day in 2003, you were stuck with this one array that couldn't really scale out. You had to do some things like add another array and move some data infrastructures around. And, and that caused some outages and some pain. And, and you, too. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, it's, it's scary too, because I think as manufacturers, we don't think it's a big deal. But from a customer's perspective, we really put a lot of pain on those customers, yeah. which is that means someone that has to come in from the company, they have to take down systems, they have to work with applications and outages. And let's face it, someone's going to miss a soccer game. Someone's going to miss a picnic or something. And that's really what we want to do. And so... I'm getting to my the point of my story, I, I promise. Around 2006, things really changed. And that's when um, Amazon.com launched a product called Amazon Web Services. And that's what we call in the industry, yep, what we call in the industry the, the start of public cloud. And they really put a lot of engineering effort behind it, a lot of money. And they really changed how people think and deploy IT infrastructure today. 
Um, and what happened was, is everyone wanted to go and have the same look and feel of, de- of deploying something in a public cloud. Because literally, you could go to Amazon's website, you could open up an account, and in three mouse clicks, you could have an application running in the cloud. That was an amazing thing. However, you also had to pay for that instantaneously as it was running because it wasn't your computing infrastructure. So this was the rent to own kind of difference. And so the big thing that hyperconvergence does, and specifically Nutanix, with us being the software-defined data center, you can get that same look and feel of deploying something in the public cloud and the same instantaneous deployment strategy, but you get it from an owned benefit. You don't have to rent it. So you're getting a much better cost justification versus renting the public cloud. That helps. Thank you. That was a lot to explain, but hopefully, yeah. It's good. I feel like um, questions are better answered with stories anyways, to be honest. It just helps us relate to it. Yeah, and and that's what all of our customers are struggling with that. They're trying to find out, you know, why don't I just take all my applications and put it in the public cloud? And and, and Nutanix's thought process behind that is, this is where we get into the word, which is kind of along the lines of the same question, is hybrid cloud. And hybrid cloud is really the ability to, if you're a customer, you want the ability to have some of your applications live in a public cloud, and you want some of your applications to live on-prem on your own data center cloud. What types of applications would you want in hybrid or public versus private? So public cloud is a great use for what we call burstable applications. Um, Let's say you were a, a retail company and the end of December is your very expensive time because you're getting ready for the holidays. You wanted to deploy an application to put it in public cloud so you had massive amount of resources there. That's a great fit for it. Um, once some fits that aren't a good fit for a public cloud would be a database or some kind of a, a normal application that's always running on your data center that doesn't grow or doesn't need a lot of throughput. That's a good fit for just something on-prem for you to run and manage. And so customers do have private or uh, hybrid cloud solutions because basically they want some on prem, yep, and some in public cloud. You bet. That makes perfect sense. So the hyper converge that can basically run on private or on 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 prem, <laughs> correct? Uh, public or hybrid? Yes. Most people today deploy it on prem. So for us, for Nutanix specifically, um, you can pick a hardware platform. So. Take one of any 15 normal host computer manufacturers out there, Dell, EMC, IBM, Fujitsu, Whitebox, pick a server, and then we have storage that comes with it, and then we you pick a hypervisor. So we're the only ones that really give you that option to pick a one of four hypervisors, and then you can pick a public cloud that we can replicate data to or backup to. And that infrastructure sits on-prem, and then you can backup DR or do things to the public cloud. How do right systems engineers fit into the picture? So... You know, I know we provide your solutions, but then what? Um, like how how do we implement and deploy this new environment? Yeah, great question. So this is where it's it's a very big success uh, success story for Nutanix because um, I'm just I just work for Nutanix. I just deliver you a software a software application for you to help manage your data center and our partner community and specifically Write Systems. What they add value is what I would call that whole turnkey approach. So from a customer perspective, I could just go out and just install Nutanix and then leave. But what's what's missing is that application integration. And so the, the, the big value we get out of Right Systems is a very large technical bench of certified engineers to kind of add the rest of the glue, what I would call, to what a customer needs for a turnkey approach. So if you think of a typical customer that might want a VDI deployment or a database deployment with SQL or Oracle, 
When we partner with Right Systems, what we get is the ability to give a customer a great solution so that they have start small, they can grow big, and they can have a hybrid cloud going to public cloud. And then all of a sudden now, Right Systems comes in and kind of they do the integration for Nutanix, they get it stood up. Then they do the added value on top of that for the customer, which is maybe VDI and integration, VDI deployments. Maybe there's consulting and integration services. That's really what the customer wants is they want a turnkey approach. And that's what we need out of right systems in our partner community because Nutanix doesn't have the full bench of folks to do that end to end. Yeah, we make good partners. Yeah. I've been in the business for 20 years. I think we're on kind of this, I would call the third generation of things to come. A lot of people want the ability to do things out of public cloud, but they don't like the cost. Um, there's a lot of explanation and coaching we need to do with our customer community on uh, what applications should I put in the public cloud? What applications should I put on-prem? And I think Red Systems and our partner community has a very good, and they play a very good role in that because they have the ability to help customers kind of with that, with that problem. Um, I think executives that customers have it really hard because they go to conferences, they go to the Amazon summits and they say, you know, I went to the summit and I found out that I could do this, this, and this, and it's all great. Let's just go to public cloud. But the reality is, is, you know, a lot of things are happening where some people are putting the wrong applications in public cloud. They're costing a lot of money. And so what we're actually having now is uh, regress fees. So customers are actually pulling applications out of the public cloud and putting them back on-prem. And this is the key, though, is this is where they're used to the benefits of public cloud now. So they're used to the really easy way to deploy, really easy ways to upgrade. But they want that same look and feature and, and benefits on-prem. And if you stick to your old ways you went to do it before, which would be like pure or nimble or three-part, pick a vendor and then pick, you know, like hypervisor, it's very different. And so Nutanix gives you that that on-prem feel for you can, you know, run your data center, have it secure, but the benefits, what you saw in a public cloud, which is all the software features, all the instantaneous upgrades you got from software manufacturers and that's the, that's the benefit we bring to the table there. So for us, it's just a lot of coaching and education to help customers out with. Great. Well, I think that just about wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much, Charles, for being with us today. Thanks for listening to Right Way Tech Radio. Be sure to visit www.rightsys.com. That's R-I-G-H-T-S-Y-S dot com for more information on how we can help you and your business.